Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. <clears throat> Getting on here a little late. <clears throat> a little later than I wanted, but we are here. We are here live Wednesday night talking some dynamite. Just got done watching AEW Dynamite from April 28th. 2021 and it's all to set up next week's blood and guts this and this really has a big feel to it in my opinion in my professional podcasting opinion this has a really big feel to it um i'm digging everything they got set up for it some of the stuff was kind of last minute ish you know, <clears throat> like the um, the Kenny Omega, um, na- um, I almost said Nakamura, Jiminy Christmas, <laughs> wrong, wrong, uh, wrong company, uh, Nakazawa. How about that, Nakazawa? That close? All right, that's better. Um, versus uh mox and eddie kingston that that should be fun that should be fun i'm i'm really looking forward to that i'm i'm a little surprised that they're keeping um mox around kenny for this long but i suppose he's got to get his rematch and that'll come up i'm assuming at the next pay-per-view um, but I don't want to overthink it. It's wrestling. You know, I like it. Eddie Kingston's involved and he's back, you know, doing a tag thing or, you know, stable thing, whatever you want to call it with Mox. <clears throat> I tell you what, as much as we say, um, you know, don't add any more stables to this company. I wouldn't mind if they added maybe another person to that stable. I'm not sure who, but it feels like it's missing something. But that's me. But anyways, before we get into this, you know what we always do? We smash that like button. We smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications, folks, so that you know when more of my content hits your screen. There's also the merch link in the description. Go buy yourself some fresh Smashes Podcast merch from uh, Spreadshirt. And what's also great about them is they throw these sales at you. And I've been busy with other stuff, dealing with other things in life. Didn't even realize I had a sale going on. So my apologies, but there is a sale going on through, you know what? Let me just quick double check it while I'm live here. Checking the old dashboard. Um, here we go. Promos, campaigns. April 26th through the 30th. So you got a couple more days. 
You got you got till the end of the week through April 30th to take advantage of 15% off. Now, if you don't take advantage of that, here's what you absolutely should take advantage of. Coming up next month, there are two sales. Four days each, one in the about the middle of the month and one towards the end of the month. We're not doing 15% off, folks. We're doing 20% off the whole STP merch site. And that includes tees, sweatshirts, um, cups, bone danas, phone cases. We just added phone cases. Figure it would make, kind of make up for the, uh, you know, the lack of uh, fanny packs. I don't know what's up with the fanny packs. I'm hoping they get them. I'll have to maybe email someone and be like, hey, you guys got fanny packs in yet? What's up with that? <laughs> but yeah, through April 30th, get 15% off if you want to take advantage of that. <clears throat> um, Nate Webb, close, close. Like the non-physical version of Nate Webb. How about that? Oh, man. How about Nick Effin Gage? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not violent like him either. But speaking of that, I did see an announcement today that said that, um, you know what, we'll play the jingle. Should we play the jingle? I really wasn't planning on much. I wasn't really planning on much news. But we'll talk about it. Should we play it? All right, we'll play it. Hit my jingle. Jiminy Christmas. Searching for my fake wrestling news. Where the hell that guy was, but my goodness. We love that guy, whoever he is. He needs to come back around more often. All right. <clears throat> All right. Now the people are starting to pop in here. Good to see everyone. All right. So as far as news, like I said, I really... I've been busy running around all day, but the one thing I did see, <clears throat> so I'll bring this up. Dark Side of the Ring, apparently season three is a double season. There's two parts. Now, I don't, let's see. Where did I, where did I see this? Was it on Discord? Did someone share it on Discord? Here it is. Okay. Okay. Dark side. Yes. So CM Chris on Discord shared this in the TNI chat. By the way, there is a Discord for Smash This Podcast now, too. The link is in the description. I don't plug that enough, but it's growing slowly. <clears throat> All right. So, Dark Side of the Ring tweeted out 
today. The full list of season three episodes has been unveiled. Which are you looking forward to the most? So we're starting out with, uh, I believe it's a double episode of Pillman. <clears throat> Brian Pillman, uh, Nick Gage, Collision in Korea, Ultimate Warrior, oof, Grizzly Smith, Dynamite Kid. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, okay, so Johnny K9, aka Bruiser Bedlam. And then I believe that's going to end. Um, part one and then part two is going to be the steroid trials fmw plane ride from hell luna vashon xpw and last but certainly not least chris canyon <clears throat> so uh really really looking forward to that And that was revealed also through the the rap, I believe. <clears throat> so, um, really looking forward to that. And I will be covering those, even if it's something I'm not super aware of, because there's a few on that list that I'm not too privy to as far as, like, what's, you know... But they're all really well done. I will say that much about them. All extremely well done. <clears throat> so. And I think I missed a few from last season. I don't know if I'm going to have time to catch up. Maybe after this season is done. Because they're going to do the second part of season three, I believe, at the end of summer is what I've heard. I got to check that one article, but Mr. <clears throat> Excuse me, Mr. Fretz in the chat says Canyon is going to be a, a rough watch. Yeah, there's there is absolutely a hardcore audience, almost like a cult like following for Canyon. Um Mark's being quite the smart ass in the chat today. He says, right after you go back and catch up on WoW, right, Jay? Yeah, it's, I don't think that's happening. I kind of deleted it off my DVR, and I don't think it's coming back. So, um, yeah, I got about a million other things I got to catch up on, too. So, um, Canyon Raven was a top 10 feud for me i'm assuming that was wcw that sounds vaguely familiar i mean that goes back 20 plus years that that gets pretty blurry honestly if i'm being honest <laughs> to go check that out on the old peacock <laughs> um might do that sometime but yeah, well, especially when that episode comes around, I might uh, look up some more of that just for the sake of covering it. <clears throat> so, uh, 
Yeah, because Canyon, um, I don't think Canyon ever made it to WWE, did he? Sadly. I'm trying to think when he, I'm trying to think when he passed. My apologies for not remembering, but I know that, uh, that real, that one really rocked, um, That one really rocked the uh, wrestling world. So, oh, what is my computer yelling at me for now? It's got a notification on something. I have no idea. It's something very loud in my ear. I don't want to know. Anyways. <clears throat> Fred, Mr. Fred says he died in like 07, I think. Okay. Oh, was he in the invasion? There were so many, so many people involved in the invasion. I don't remember. And the invasion was didn't really go very well. <clears throat> well, just because they were expecting bigger names and it was a lot of lower card, mid card WCW guys that showed up. No offense to anyone like Canyon like that, but um, he dressed up as Boy George and got beat up by Taker in 03. Oh, dear God, that does not sound good. European Championship, maybe? Mark says he was a belt holder. Huh, I'd have to look that up. Yeah, gosh, I don't remember. But nonetheless, um, yeah, really looking forward to Dark Side of the Ring. I believe that's kicking off next week. <clears throat> uh, don't quote me, but I think it's starting on the night of the week that Impact is on. It's either AEW or Impact, one of the two, the fifth or the sixth. I got to double check. Hmm. Next week. Okay. Pillman. Yeah, I believe it's a two-parter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mr. Fred says, J-Bone, I'm reviewing the invasion on my podcast next week or excuse me on my podcast week by week awesome drop me a link for that because i want to check that out and then i'll probably go back and watch it when i have time um so yeah and if anybody else has any other news bits um if you want to drop them in the chat i could look at them i don't know if i'm going to get to them but I wasn't really planning on anything else, so my apologies. But um, we have a lot to unwrap here for tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. <clears throat> and as we get into this, just want to remind you folks, smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. If you're watching over on the Twitch, you can share bits, you can follow, you can sub. You can give subs. You can do all that lovely stuff. 
<clears throat> oh, Mr. Fretz, thank you. It says anchor.fm. Oh, he's on anchor too. There we go. Anchor.fm forward slash Fretzelmania. Awesome. He's on the Russell Addict Radio too. Awesome. I thought I'd catch up with that stuff sometime. I was a part of, I was a proud member of the Russell Addict Radio. It was great when we had our own website. That was a lot of fun. Put our own blogs on there, our own vlogs. Now I believe most of your stuff is um, on audio from what I've heard. I know Ant's doing gaming stuff. It looks like the King of the Ring guys are still around. And then there was a couple others. So, yeah. Good group. Go check them out. The Russell Addict Radio. Go check them out. <clears throat> Joey Z is in the house. What is up? All right. Let's jump into... Oh, you know, that's another thing that I saw today. A lot of stuff about Ring of Honor. A lot of, lot of negative stuff about Ring of Honor. I didn't unwrap any of that. But it was talked. I saw it was getting shared around and talked about. So I don't want to talk about stuff that I'm not privy to. I don't know about details or anything. So I'm going to leave that one alone, if you don't mind. I don't, I don't like touching that kind of negative stuff either. It's just no good for the wrestling world. Unless it has to do, unless it affects something that I'm directly reviewing. Because I really haven't had the time to catch up with Ring of Honor. So it's, you know. Mark says, Ring of Honor needs women desperately. Well, they did announce something that they are starting some kind of women's tournament soon. Something. They're bringing in women. They're kind of like kicking in the whole Ring of Honor or Women of Honor thing again. They're just not calling it Women of Honor because that didn't go very well, I guess. Yeah, I know. I missed a few dark elevations. I just, with my schedule and everything, I just haven't had time. And I didn't have the energy the other night to go dive into that. So uh, I might get back to it. Oh, one thing I do want to touch on, Dark, before we dive into this dynamite. Um, I have not watched it, but I did see that on social media, people talking about it. Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Moth, had his first match against Brian Cage on AEW Dark. I am insanely happy about that. I'm a little surprised that they're starting him out there, but I understand why. Just because um, he really, in a sense, did kind of have to start from scratch. I mean, he joined a wrestling school to really you know, I guess just work on his chops and stuff. I mean, I felt he was incredible on Lucha Underground, one-time Lucha Underground champion, part of the last season, I believe the last season. 
season four. Um, but I loved his character in that show and that the, the how it evolved from being this hi i'm so and so and he was like this quirky fan and then turned into a maniac and then kidnapped people and then just went out of his mind and oh man so good so good um i love that stuff so um and he looks like he's just in amazing shape amazing shape not that he was out of shape when he was in lucha underground but he was a bigger guy you know he had kind of like that brawler physique you know a bit of a gut just a just a big guy all around you know about 250 now he looks lean as hell he has no gut at all he has like an eight pack i was like damn guy looks like a million bucks so i'm hoping this is just the first step of many that he can just rise up the ranks and just show everybody how good he is and just improve on what he had in lucha underground if you guys don't know what i'm talking about please go look it up go look up some clips from the lucha underground seasons go check out some matches on youtube or something it's absolutely worth it. Martin Casals's good stuff. Hey, thanks for the subs on Twitch. Too sweet. Thank you. Thank you, Violet. Much love. Appreciate that. All right. So. Critical Sting is correct. Says Lucha Underground had too many gems. And, and and they got spread out all over the place. All over the wrestling industry over the last five years since its, you know, demise. So um, yeah, it went all over the they went all over the place. Yeah, Marty has a Twitch page. Yeah, he does gaming and he does some other stuff. Yeah. Yes, and yes. El Punk Trace, Lucha Underground is for free on Tubi. So you don't have to worry about, you know, I mean, you could buy the seasons if you want on iTunes. And I'm not sure if the site is still up. They were selling some merch and like the DVD sets and stuff. But um, so, yeah, great show. It's like the best thing that happened to wrestling in this last decade. You'll hear me say that a lot. A lot. All right. Now, that's it for the news. We're cutting it off there. Because <laughs> I, I thought about the Martin Casals thing earlier today, and I didn't write it down. I didn't remind myself. But then in the midst of talking about this, Eric actually reminded me. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Um. All right. So. AEW Dynamite. Let's jump into this episode. We're talking about the episode from tonight, which is April 28th, 2021. Starts out hot. I love it when they start out with these matches with uh, Hangman Adam Page because he's really become one of my favorites in this brand. Um, it's, you know, and, and that's been a really slow road 
like it's like it's either a slow road to become one of my favorites or all of a sudden like boom like oh love this guy i want to see him more more and uh oh i'd say since late in his uh ring of honor contract and since all in when i was there live um that was when i really started paying attention to uh hangman adam page and seeing his worth and his talent really started paying attention to him so um yes mark cage needed this win absolutely absolutely um and i was because i was like man if if he goes through all of team taz and they're dealing with christian that's going to be a huge blow for team taz they needed something here some kind of comeback somewhere in this um and uh so yeah cage versus page um i'm gonna call i mean there's a couple matches here that i i kind of consider upsets maybe others more than this one but this one i almost wrote down upset because i think a lot of people just assume that because he's number one contender or he's considered you know because he's number one ranked that um adam page was gonna beat him and Brian Cage just destroyed him. It was a great match, though. It really was. Um, but but Brian Cage won. And, um, I mean, it started out real messy because Adam Page, uh, Hangman Adam Page comes out. He gets attacked by Team Taz. Dark Order comes out for the rescue. So it just starts out real crazy, but then Brian just kills him from there, you know? So the attack, I mean, the uneven advantage that Cage had in the beginning certainly kickstarted his, you know, success in the match, I guess you could say. So, um, But yeah, great to see because um, Cage certainly has needed something. There's there's weird stuff going on in Team Taz. You know, Taz uh, Taz is trying to like keep everything on the uh, up and up with his crew, keep everybody together, keep everybody tight on on the same page. Pardon the pun. Uh, <laughs> but um, but there's been that. Uh, some kind of like inner turmoil going on with Brian Cage. And now that he's got this win, the singles win under his belt, and it's not with Starks. So I guess he's gotten some wins with Starks on Elevation and Dark, and I've missed the last couple of weeks. But so, um, yes, exactly, Violet. Yes, great way to show that Cage is a beast. Absolutely. I agree a thousand percent. Next, just as I shared on social media earlier today, we got the announcement that we are getting what I like to call the belt collector. We got the belt collector in the 
his house with the elite. Now, interesting. Now, I'm going to let this one go. I'm going to let this one go. On the promo poster, they show Kenny in the new, you know, his new pose with all three belts. He's got the AEW strap, he's got the TNA strap, and he's got the Impact strap. Um, he didn't have any belts on him in anything that he showed up for tonight, whether it was in the limo segment, which was first, or the segment later dealing with Mox and Eddie Kingston. So they did make mention, Don Callis did make mention that um, that he is the new Impact world champion they did mention that in the limo would it have helped if he had the belt to hold up and show the camera absolutely but at least they mentioned it and aew has been sharing his win more often lately so i'll give him that um so and and I we, we so we did get something. Whereas I was saying, from the weekend up until, excuse me, um, but we were doing like the preview through the review and everything. Um, was saying that if he won and then he did win, and I was like, yeah, okay, what are they going to do on AEW? Well, I knew this was a taped one. This wasn't live. Did they have the ability to tape something at Sky Studios and just slip it into this episode? Absolutely. But they didn't. But they did mention it at least. So I'll give them that. Is it a is it something massive? No, but I didn't expect anything. So I'll take it. So it's better than nothing. Okay. And I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. So um but yeah, funny, funny limo scene with um, with the elite Don Callis talking. The young bucks got their belts. The good brothers sitting next in line there in the the middle of everyone. And for some reason, I'm not sure why, but Carl Anderson did not have his pants on. I'm not going to overthink this. I know they're all kind of kinky, you know, they're always talking about danglies and stuff. So I'm just going to just leave that one alone. It's going to leave that one alone. And speaking of danglies, I was talking to Mrs. J bone tonight. I was talking to Mrs. Bone and I said, Hey, Mrs. Bone. So when are you going to pierce my ear so I can get my own, dangly and she just gave me this look like chimney christmas what, what are we doing here and so uh she said well all i gotta do is get the earring and she's got the she's got the gun she's you know she's gonna she's gonna pierce my ear sometime within this next few days so um yeah 
the elite have inspired the bone to get his ear re-pierced. It was pierced twice, but we're going to go for one for now. I don't need two. We'll go for one. And we'll see how that goes. And maybe I'll start Maybe I'll start that chain up the side. No, I'm not going to do that. All the hip, hip young kids do that. They start piercing weird parts of their body that aren't supposed to be pierced. And then they stretch them out and see how big they can, you know, put the can of beer inside their earlobe and, you know, shit like that. No, I'm not. No, I'm too old for that weird shit. I got other parts of my body that are getting stretched out in all the wrong places. I don't need anything like that. It's, Not happening with the bone. No, we'll we'll go for the dangly and we'll we'll go from there. RK. Good day, sir. He says, not going to pierce your tongue then? No. No. No did no desire to pierce my tongue. Because I don't want to talk like that for a week and eat applesauce. I, I love me some applesauce. But I have a job to do on here. I'm not going to come on here. Please pardon my tongue. It's pissed. And I, I, I sound like an idiot. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Besides, I probably get fired from that other little podcast that I'm a part of, too. Chabo, what are you doing? <laughs> it's not happening. Um, so, all right. We continue. So, yeah. Funny little segment in the limo. Good stuff. Goes on to a non-title match. The Young Bucks versus Matt and Mike Seidel. Fun match. Um, little distracted during this, but, you know, everybody got their stuff in. It was fun. Uh, good to see these, you know. I mean, these, these guys have been around for quite a while. So good to see these teams going against each other. Um, so the Young Bucks get the win here. So no title shot in the future for Matt and Mike. Good match, though. Now, out comes Kazarian and Daniels. And they really give it to the young bucks here. They are pissed. They're like, you know, you're a couple of guys that we like to call our friends. And now you're just a couple of assholes. And uh, we don't know what happened to you. You're hanging out with this Don Callis guy and he's, you know, warped your head and everything. Um, But you know what? We've said that the next time that we lose, that we're done. And we've been, uh, you know, we've been chomping at the bit for a while. We've been number one contenders with number one ranked for a while. So we're challenging you to find your balls and beat us in the ring and defend those titles. Man, Kazarian and Christopher Daniels just showing some old school 
promo work, man. Just and keeping it simple. Just, you know, find your balls and meet us in the ring. Just great stuff. You know, and of course, the Young Bucks are like, oh, how could you talk to us like that? Oh, that hurts our feelings. It's, oh, man. It's, I, I love the Young Bucks like this. You know, I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to boo them. I can't. I can't. They're just, oh, it is. They just, it just feels like they've wanted to do this for so long. I mean, they know that they're loved from the fans. And that they just, they, they probably felt like they couldn't do this, but damn. So, uh, you know, better late than never, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I love these guys as heels and the outfits are over the top and they got the earrings and uh, they're just cocky as hell. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. All right. So I'm assuming, I know, never assume, but I'm assuming probably a, I'm guessing double or nothing or whatever the next pay-per-view is going to be they're going to beat the Young Bucks for the titles. <laughs> yes, Violet, the Young Bucks are too sweet. Yes, absolutely. I agree. All right. Then we get a short but sweet uh, promo from uh, Jade Cargill, just reminding us again that she is that bitch. Uh, and then we get Orange Cassidy versus Pentagon, which actually ended up being a lot better than I thought it was going to. They, they told a fun story here. I mean, Orange Cassidy's character, God, you know, trying to do the whole lazy gimmick, and then he just kicks it into gear. And once he kicks it into gear, oh, my God, just everything just flows then. The guy's amazing. That's another guy that I've actually started paying more attention to. Like, I liked him when he showed up, but I didn't know shit about him. I knew he was like an indie darling, and he probably knew somebody who knew somebody and got a job that way, and whatever. That's what happens sometimes. But I was like, man, Pentagon and Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy, now, now I was talking about upsets earlier. I felt that Brian Cage versus Adam Cage, excuse me, I felt that Brian Cage versus Adam Page was a, a bit of an upset. Not a huge one, but a bit of an upset because I think, like you, like I said, you assume that, um, that Adam Page was going to win because he's been on a roll lately. He's been number one for a while. But... Orange Cassidy with the, the comedic gimmick, if he does too much of it, then he just gets his ass handed to him. But um, he came back enough, and there was some other stuff going on in the ring. You know, and of course, he, he won by shenanigans, but it's it's all tit for tat, honestly. You know, he did this. Oh, yeah, well, he did that. So, um, but that Alex uh, Abrahentes, <laughs> I'm starting to like him. He's, he's, he, he almost reminds me of uh, Johnny Bravo in a way, just the way he communicates with everyone, you know, just, just a little, not a lot, but a little. Uh, but Orange Cassidy gets the win here over Pentagon. Shocked. 
really shocked. I'll call this one an upset. I will. Um, Tony Schiavone with Britt Baker. Britt Baker is so excited, just letting everybody know that she is number one. So I'm sure we're going to see her face off for the title sooner rather than later. Um, then we get to one of the highlights of this episode. We get the parlay, if you will. Let's call it a parlay. I'm like, what, what in the blue hell? What in the blue and green and purple and yellow hell is a parlay? So you know what? Good old Google. We're just going to... What is a parlay? Okay. Then we get the, you know, million results here. Here we go. Oh, North American verb. Okay. Turn an initial stake or winnings from a previous bet into a greater amount by gambling. Oh, oh, okay. Noun. Okay. Probably wanted the noun. A cumulative series of bets in which winnings accruing from each transaction are used as a stake for a further bet. That did, that did really did not help me. Really did not help me. An accumulator. What? <laughs> See, I'm not a betting guy. So I'm like, what? I, I don't gamble. Um, but anyways, so they both meet in the ring. This is a non-violent meeting, which almost never happens before a big match. You know, we're having the big match next week. One of the biggest events in company history this was supposed to go down last year and it was supposed to be the nightmare family versus the inner circle if i remember correctly and then the world went to hell and they squashed everything um so they're just in the ring tony's trying to lead it and so each member is just having a chance to cut a promo against the other side. And the only ones here that really didn't were Wardlow and Hager, which I'm fine with because they really don't talk much anyways. They're, they're muscles. They're, they're muscle guys, so it's okay. They're big, beefy dudes, you know, it's, So I'm all right with that. Wardlow talk next week. He doesn't have to talk for like three months, right? All right. I think that's something in his contract. Something, I don't know. Um, no, <laughs> but I'd like him to talk more often. Because <clears throat> when he did talk last week, I was like, holy shit. Guy's got a voice. All right. So the pinnacle. Hey, I said it right this time. Not the pineapple. The pinnacle versus inner circle in this parlay 
Um, great promos, both sides. Uh, even Sean Spears cut a decent promo on Sammy Guevara, and then Sammy Guevara chewed him up and spit him out. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you sucked where you used to work. Do you suck now at this place of work? And you'll suck next week. It <laughs> doesn't get any more great than that. Um, but damn. Uh, yeah, something simple like that from Sammy, and then you get like the bigger, longer, drawn out stuff from MJF and Jericho. Oh man, and it didn't get physical, it did not get physical. They saved it, which is great because in old school, they would drag out a feud for god knows how many weeks, never touch each other, never touch each other. Make it really just build. Like, oh, my God, now you can't wait for them to face off. And next week's just going to be ridiculous. And they got some decent matches to go along with it, too. Uh, some people I was seeing converse on social media thought that it was just going to be one big blood and guts match for the whole episode. And I'm like, no, that's no, that's too much. That's That's ridiculous. No, I don't want that. So, yeah, they've got a couple other matches in there. Um, I don't remember off off the top of my head. We'll go over that at the end. Um, But, yeah, so it looks like the Pinnacle is going to have the advantage going into this because they were like, no, screw the coin toss. The coin toss. Dear God. Not enough caffeine tonight, folks. (laughs) They, uh... Pinnacle won the coin toss and or you know the the, the uh it's it wasn't really a like Sean Spears pretty much chucked the coin out of um Tony's hand. It was like, no, screw the coin. Um so yeah, and it didn't get physical, everyone did great. Great promos here. Um, it's funny MJF talking about how he's going to take Jericho's spot and then Jericho's like you're not going to take my spot you crazy oh man this is so let me know in the chat who you think is going to win no wrong answers here I'm, I'm just curious I, it's really hard for me to pick one because I like, I, I love this feud and I don't want it to end here, but I feel like usually stuff like this is like the the grand finale. This is this is the last chapter in something like this. And it's just started. So if they keep it going after this, how what how are they even gonna top this? What are they gonna what are they gonna do? I don't know. Blood and guts too. Two weeks in a row. Blood everywhere. Wipe out all the seats. I don't know. I, no. <laughs> well, and this is all going to be on TV too. This is not going to be a. What it, it originally was. I think it originally was going to be a pay per view, wasn't it? I could be wrong. <laughs> but anyways, great segment. Can't wait till next week. Um, 
and the promo stuff they've been putting up on social media too is great. Um, PMP or you know the former LAX even had their own little promo that they had shared on on the old Twitter box. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so now we got Eddie Kingston, what is supposed to be Eddie Kingston versus Michael Nakazawa. Um, that didn't happen. Eddie was like, no, screw this. Screw this sports entertainment shit. I ain't doing this. This <laughs> is pretty funny. They ended up just kicking his ass. He's like, I want Kenny. Give me Kenny. Then Mox gets involved. And so they threatened to, what did they do? They threatened to box attacks and they've got Dakazawa pinned down. They got a chair around his leg. They were like, we're like, we're going to break his freaking leg if we don't get you in the ring. And then, um, and then Kenny gets in there and he's, and then he's in the same situation and, and Don Callis uh, they're talking to Don Callis and they're like, we want both these guys next week. You know, we'll, <laughs> they were, they were ready to just pounce on Kenny's leg and break his leg. It was so great. And Don Callis is like, we can work this out. We can work this out. He's like, no, 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 no. Losing it. It's a really good segment. No belts involved. No belts, no belts on TV. Which is a safe thing to do for this situation. I'll 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 let it go this time. Um, you know, they mentioned it earlier. We talked about that. So, so we are getting next week tag team match between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Michael Nakazawa and Kenny Omega. That should be a lot of fun. <laughs> I think, is this the first time we're seeing Mox and Eddie Kingston together in a match? I think. I might have missed something, but I think that's the first time we're seeing this. We've seen some promos. They might have tagged back in the day, but I don't think they tagged in here yet. Um, The original Blood and Guts was going to be inner, oh, inner circle and the, oh, the elite. That's right. Thank you. Oh, Violet tried to correct me on that too. Sorry. Okay. So Cody and his crew, or excuse me. Damn it. I did it again. The elite, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, and Cody versus the inner circle. Who am I missing? Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. It had to have been either Dustin or Adam Page. One of the two. I forget. But anyways. Um, oh, they had the tag match versus the Good Brothers. Thank you, Critical Sting. Thank you. Damn. Senility is just kicking my ass lately. It's just a lot going on. A lot going on. All right. Uh yeah, Naka's been funny lately. Nakazawa. Kept on keep on keep wanting to say Nakamura. 
Anyways, next, before I screw myself up again, Jody Christmas, uh, we got Chris Stadlander versus Penelope Ford. This is fun. It's just great to see uh, Chris Statlander back with this. And Orange Cassidy actually keeps Kip Sapien in line throughout the match. You know, it's <laughs> Orange Cassidy walks up to him like, uh-huh, no, you're not interfering. Nope. He just keeps us cool. He doesn't kick his ass, nothing. He just, just keeps us cool. Uh, Chris Statlander comes off with a win here, and uh, I'm sure she's going to slowly but surely climb the ranks again and go for that go for that title sometime. It's got to happen. Fans have wanted that for a long time. She was on a roll last year when, when she got – injured she was well on her way to get the uh a women's title shot at some point had to have happened right then we got the factory versus the nightmare family so we got nick camarado who is just looking like a monster lately gotta say oh my god aaron solo and qt marshall and they roll up in the Nightmare Express. They stole Cody's bus. The balls on this crew. Oh, my God. Um, versus the Nightmare families, which is including Dustin Rhodes, Billy Gunn, and Lee Johnson. Got to say that, I mean, QT Marshall's good, and it's great to see Dustin and Billy but the ones that really shined here, in my opinion, are Nick Camarado, Aaron Solo, and Lee Johnson, especially Lee Johnson. He really showed some charisma tonight. And you can't get better tag partners than Billy Gunn and Dustin Rhodes, you know? Joey Z says, he says, I'm liking Nick. He's a beast. He is, dude. And I hope to God he doesn't shave. Because it just, it's just another thing. It reminds me of that old school monster in wrestling. None of them shaved. None of them. Look at George Animal, Animal Steel. He had like five inches of fur all over him. It was ridiculous. It was like Captain Carpet. <laughs> um but yeah just old school gnarly big guy i love it i love it um you know and everybody got their stuff in here you know everybody had a chance to shine just a fun tag match uh qt marshall gets a win after uh anthony ogogo starts getting involved and he just she just one punch just one freaking punch just boom boom Boom, he just starts taking out guys one by one by one. Takes them all out. And um it just he just drops them. He dropped Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn still taped up from the week before when he got dropped by Anthony Agogo. And uh and then the gun club comes out. That's Billy Kid's gun. Or Billy, excuse me, Billy, Jiminy Christmas. Billy Gunn's kids. Whew, 
man, it's time to wrap this shit up. Billy Gunn's kids, part of the gun club, come out and they get some revenge. Um, they avenge their their papa, Papa Billy, Billy Gunn, Papa Gunn. Um, they attack QT. QT runs for the hills and uh, he's running towards the bus, turns around, he's running up the ramp. He's not, he's looking back towards the ring. He doesn't turn and look and see who's on the other side of the bus door. And I got, I was, I was looking at my phone earlier tonight and I got, I got that little text from Cody Rhodes that says, I feel like coming back tonight, dot, dot, dot. And I, I just, you know, gave him an emoji that said, you know, like surprised face. So I was waiting for him to do something here. Just didn't know when it was. But when he showed up, I was excited. And he was swinging with both arms. No, no arms in a sling. He was just raring to go. And he... And this is kind of an old school moment. And I like the fact that they're doing this. I don't look at it as, as in they're copying something that was done in another company from years ago or whatever. Just had kind of an old school feel. They both climbed up to the top of the Nightmare Express, Cody's bus. And Cody kicked his ass, put him in the figure uh, figure four leg lock. Um, ref Aubrey Edwards followed up there to make sure that no one got hurt and then cody raised his arms at the end and uh, he's like hey i won this fight maybe didn't win the war but i won this fight and he returned so great to see <laughs> mark says j-bone has been in a treehouse dude i wish i wish man it's just a long day <clears throat> just a long day I get, up, I get up early in the morning to make sure my son is awake and getting up for school. So I call him at like 6 in the morning. <clears throat> so my days are very long. Because once I'm up, then I'm up. I just, I'm just going. <clears throat> so um, we continue. <clears throat> and I'm losing my voice. So it's time to, time to get out of here. So we are getting part of the Blood and Guts event next week. We are getting Cody versus QT next week. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the end. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know if that's going to be the end of this or not. I don't know. I don't think it is. It feels like it should be, but I feel like it's too early. You know, he, he just came back. Violet says, Aubrey said on Twitter she is afraid of heights. Well, hey, good on her for climbing up there. I am terrified of heights. I climb up on a chair in my house and I get dizzy. I'm not good with heights. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, Cody versus QT Marshall next week during the Blood and Guts event. Miro then turns on Kip Sapien. <clears throat> We've seen that coming for a while now. So he destroys Kip in the locker room. And then um, kind of gives him a, a rough hug and says, I forgive you. And then just, you know, 
throws him down on the floor. <clears throat> I was like, oh, damn. See, I'm I'm okay with this. Maybe some people are upset that he turned on Kip. I'm okay with this because Miro needed this. This is the, the period at the end of the sentence. He's like, all right, I'm done with this goofy wedding shit. I'm done. I'm moving on. I'm in. I'm kicking ass now. From here on out, I'm an ass kicker. Not a wedding, fucking wedding planner. <clears throat> so, tremendous. Ass kicker Miro. Give it to me. <clears throat> I can't wait to see what he does. I mean, he's, they're, they're going to do something big with him. I just don't know what. <clears throat> you know, who is he going to go after? Because it feels very heelish. It was kind of goofy before, but this is very heelish. So I don't know if he's going to go after Kenny soon. I don't know if he's going to go after Darby. What's he What's he going to do? Is he going to go after Brian Cage's FTW title? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he's got to do something, but everyone's kind of busy. So maybe he'll just kick everybody's ass and then all of a sudden, boom, get a title shot or something because he's kind of kind of got to work on i shouldn't say work on matches he's he's good in the ring but he's got to work up the rankings because that's how they do shit in this company you know you work your way up the rankings hey like brick baker did look she got a bunch of wins boom she's number one um so yeah we'll see but then we get a hell of a match for the TNT title. Darby Allen versus number 10. Prest, what's his name? Preston Vance, I believe. All right. He's got the Dark Order with him out there. Darby, just thing. Just thing. It's all he needs. Um, Darby retains here. Um, but great back and forth. The end felt kind of weird because it really almost felt like 10 was going to win at the end. But um, still a good match. Ethan Page is getting involved <clears throat> during the match when Sting and everyone else was occupied. And then they attacked at the end. Scorpio Sky got involved too. They beat down Sting and Darby. And I'm here for it. I love it. This is, and I've been saying this for a long time. I said this before Paige even showed up. I, I, you know, a lot of people, I see a lot of people online. And look, you're all allowed your opinions. It's fine. You're wrong, but it's fine. You're, <laughs> no, just wait. So a lot, I see a lot of people saying that, oh, look, they're already like soured on Ethan Page and they already stuck him in a tag team. So he's not like, so, so in saying that they people are assuming he's not going to go anywhere. See, I'm just thinking the complete opposite. Why not put a guy... Number one, he's a tag team specialist. He is one half of the longest reigning impact 
uh, tag team champions. And, but now he's on his own. So why, but he's comfortable in a tag team. So if he doesn't come out super strong, put him in a tag team, but he can still do stuff on his own for the sake of his own ego. I'm okay with that. It does it leave something kind of out there for Scorpio Sky? Yeah, maybe, but it doesn't mean that he can't go after his own stuff. So I'm okay with that. I'm just loving the fact that they've that because they really seem like they're I, I didn't think they were going to do it this quick. I thought we were going to have to wait. But they've got a history. And if you haven't seen it, go look it up. It's great shit. The stuff that Paige does to Darby Allen, it's, it's epic. It's epic. It happened four years ago, back when no one knew who Darby was. But he was this guy who was just doing crazy shit, hanging off of poles and dropping down on people in Evolve. That's where I saw him. And that's where I became a fan of him and Ethan Page. So, um, yeah, this, in my opinion, this can't happen soon enough. And to be honest, look, I love Darby. He's a great part of this company. He's a great TNT champion. But I really hope Ethan Page is the guy that takes it off of him. And I'm usually not like that. I'm because Ethan Page just came in. You know, and I'm I'm used 99% of the time I am the complete opposite. But I've seen this history and I've seen this feud before. So I'm just dying for it to happen. To like really get going. Like it's, it's, you know, they're dropping breadcrumbs like, oh, Ethan Page attacked them. Oh, Scorpio Sky got Sting. Oh, they're fighting. But Darby Allen's still doing this stuff over here with the Dark Order. So how many more guys is he going to defend against before they really kick this stuff into gear with Ethan Page? That's the big question. We'll have to wait and see. Yes, they've known each other for years. That's right. Um, and they, yeah, they, they've they've torn it up, folks. I'm serious. If if you have not seen the footage, go look it up. It's worth looking up. Um, Kenny Johnson, who is a documentary guy that did all the documentaries and evolved back a handful of years ago, did a documentary covering this whole feud. Go look it up on YouTube. You won't, you won't be sorry. You'll, you'll thank me if you haven't seen it. Part of it was also covered on season one of the wrestlers on vice last year. And it showed that stuff of Ethan page versus Darby Allen. And I even reviewed that one on my channel. And I was so excited about it. I was like, oh my God, we're seeing it again. The freaking 
it's the revenge of flow slam flow slams back but it's not really back so, so. <laughs> so so that's it for this one big finish um good stuff good stuff can't wait for next week's blood and guts um so we're getting the blood and guts thing that's like the you know the whole the whole big main event thing um pinnacle versus inner circle we're getting mox and kingston versus omega and nakazawa um what else are we getting Cody versus, Cody versus QT. And then we're getting a couple other ones. I don't know if they listed them yet. So, um, oh, thank you, Jeff. That's what they also announced. All right. So in two weeks, one week after blood and guts moxley is putting his uh iwgp uh what is it north american title what is it i never see it so i forget what it is against uh yuji nagata thank you jeff samuel appreciate it yeah that's gonna be great and i don't know i don't know really anything about him other than he's a veteran he's not like one of the young boys so it's great um that we're getting to see that on TNT on AEW Dynamite. So that's another sign of that door swinging back and forth. So, and that's, and that's a pretty big one. That's a pretty big one. You know, we got Kenta, we got the Kenta attack. Mox went and defended his title on what strong. Is that what the show is? I ended up watching that match somewhere. So it was somewhere. Good match, but now they're coming to um, – I'm not sure how the Moxley-Nagata stuff happened. Maybe Moxley went to Japan or did he did something. I don't know what happened. But obviously that had to come from somewhere, why he's facing Nagata or Nagata challenged him or something. I don't keep up on the New Japan stuff. I'm sorry. <clears throat> still waiting for that u.s deal then i will that's simple then i will so um <clears throat> yes yeah a lot of stuff a lot of stuff coming later this summer with um slammiversary surprises and as that gets closer we'll we'll break that uh, you know we'll sure i'm sure we'll get some hints of who's gonna show up where and why and how and whatever so but that's it for this one tired going to bed we'll be back tomorrow over that other little podcast called total nonstop impact me and bill will be doing the throw not not throwback damn watch along how about a watch along yes i think we'll do the co-stream watch along how about that chimney christmas um bill and i will be doing that and then the review will follow i 
think we're getting the Iceman tomorrow. Don't quote me on that. It was supposed to come in last week, and then he had some personal stuff happened and he couldn't, which is fine. But he's he says he's going to come this time with bearing gifts of some sort for somebody. Not sure. Maybe it's maybe it's a belated J-Bone birthday gift. Maybe hey, why not? Right? We can we can cross our fingers and hope, right? So <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that's going to be a loaded show. Can't wait. It's the fallout from Rebellion. Too many Christmas. Almost forgot what it was. All right, let's get out of here before I forget anything else. And on our way out of here, folks, don't forget to smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. For those watching on Twitch, thanks for being so interactive tonight thanks for the subs the bits anything whatever you did thank you it's all appreciated um and we'll see you guys tomorrow night on tni oh the merch is in the description go check that out go pick yourself some out and get that 15 percent through friday i believe yeah it started monday Monday or Tuesday, it's going through Friday. Sorry I didn't jump on it sooner. But you got time, folks. You got time. So we'll see you all tomorrow night. Much love. Time to get some sleep. See you all manana.